0: Must be 21 years or older to enjoy. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And as always, celebrate responsibly.
1: When your entire life is online, you need more than just speed from your internet. Xfinity gives you reliable in-home Wi-Fi coverage, plus protection from Wi-Fi network threats. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to
2: learn more. Restrictions apply.
3: Here's the show that asks contestants to step up to the plate and swing for the fences to win the grand prize. It's time to play Nine Innings with your host, Josh Nelson.
0: Thanks, Kim, and welcome to Nine Innings, the game show that will test your baseball knowledge. I'm your host, Josh Nelson, and thanks for tuning in to Nine Innings. Here's how the game works. There are nine questions for each contestant that ranges from very easy to incredibly difficult. At any time they get a question wrong or don't answer within 60 seconds, they are out. There will be prizes given away at key checkpoints, and one of those checkpoints is question six. If they can answer six questions in a row correctly, they will get three hints to use for the remaining three questions. They could use all three hints on one question if they want. Once the three hints are gone, they are gone. If the contestant answers the ninth and final question correctly, they win the grand prize. This week's grand prize is a $100 certificate to MOBShop.com where they could buy new MOB gear for the upcoming season. There will be more prizes given away during the show at the checkpoints But let's get started by meeting our first contestant. Let's see if this episode will have a contestant get all nine questions correct and win the grand prize. Trying first on this episode of Nine Innings is Nick Sullivan. And hello, Nick. Thanks for playing Nine Innings.
2: Hey, Josh. Thanks for having me on. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, So I'm uh, 23. I just graduated uh, from college, live in Orland Park, and I've been a White Sox fan since I was about seven or eight years old.
0: Nice. So that would be 15 years ago. So 2005. So the 2005 White Sox, that's like your first team.
2: Yeah, 0405 was when I got into it. I think the first player I knew was Joe Creedy. I uh, had his card, and he was my grandpa's favorite. So I, I grew up watching those guys. So you can see why I still like the Sox so much.
0: Nice. So your favorite baseball story was being at the White Sox game When they had four straight home runs back in 2008. And I remember watching the highlights of that game on baseball tonight way back then. But what was it like for you being there in person to watch this feat?
2: Yeah, it it was incredible. Again, you know, I was so young at the time, too. It was just unreal. It was like every ball they hit, the crowd was just going crazy. And by like the one that Uribe hit, you just kind of expected it to go out. And if my memory is correct, Toby Hall was the next batter, and he flew out. And off the off the bat, I was like, oh, my God, is this going to be five? Uh, but it was incredible to to witness. Yeah,
0: and I don't know when the next time the White Sox will hit four straight home runs in an inning, inning again. Uh, yeah, I mean, such a strange feat. I mean, they did hit seven home runs in a game, and they lost. But we'll save that later because that would be an excellent question in nine innings in a future game. But, anyways, let's get started. And by starting to play nine innings, and again, Nick, the goal is to answer all nine questions correctly in a row. If you get a question wrong or don't answer in 60 seconds, you are out. If you answer the first six questions correctly, you'll earn three hints to help you with the remaining questions. And you can use all three hints on a single question if you want. So, if we make it to question seven, don't forget your hints. And of course, if you answer all nine questions correctly, you win the grand prize, which is a $100 gift card, to MLBShop.com. Are you ready to play nine innings, Nick? I'm ready to go. Your first question. After a miserable 2018 season, this White Sox starting pitcher turned things around drastically in 2019, finishing sixth in the scion voting
2: that would be uh, lucas giolito
0: lucas giolito is correct well done we're off to a good start we got question one correct let's see how question two goes for you this white Sox television broadcaster pitched for the team in the 1970s and he even started opening day for the white Sox in 1978
2: i believe that would be steve stone
0: steve stone is correct yes two for two Let's see if you can be three for three with question number three. Known as Big Sexy, this White Sox pitcher was a big trade acquisition from the Montreal Expos during the 2002-2003 offseason. Bartolo Colon. Bartolo Colon is correct. Awesome. So last episode of Nine Innings, all three contestants could not answer question four correctly. They all got stuck here. So I I got my fingers crossed that you can get past question four. Are you ready for question four? Yeah, ready to go. This former White Sox starting pitcher tied a Major League Baseball record by striking out at least 10 batters in eight starts in a row. Uh, Chris Sale. Chris Sale is correct. Yes. Already doing better than episode two. How about that? How are you feeling right now,
2: Nick? Uh, Pretty good. That's pretty good.
0: (laughs) All right. So you're now at the halfway point. Question number five. This is where the difficulty gets turned up a little bit. Your fifth question. Pitching from the 1997 to 2002 Chicago White Sox, this former closer has exactly 100 saves in his White Sox career.
2: Would that be Keith Folk? Keith Folk?
0: Is correct, yes, five for five. This is exciting, and now we are at the key question question number six. It is also our prize checkpoint. And if you get this question correct, you will win the book that will be coming out by Kylie McDaniel of ESPN and Fangraph's Eric Loggenhagen called Future Value The Battle for Baseball Soul and how the teams will find the next superstar. It is called The Next MVP Machine. It's a fantastic book. Deep deep dives into the Major League Baseball draft and the international signing period and scouting prospects and grading prospects. It's been a terrific book, and hopefully we'll have those guys on a future episode of the Sox Machine Podcast. If you get this question right, you're going to get that book, and the book hasn't been released yet. It'll be released in late April, so an advanced copy, which is pretty awesome. So, it's all depending if you can get question six right. So, Nick, your question number six. He's the franchise leader in pitching wins for the Chicago White Sox with 260 wins in his career, in which that career spanned from 1923
2: to 1946. Yeah, this is making me think real quick. Um,. Would that be uh, Billy Pierce?
0: Billy Pierce is incorrect. Billy Pierce was part of the 1959 White Sox. He was in the 50s and 60s. It's Ted Lyon. He was my next guest. Oh, man. (laughs) So, But you have tied the record so far in nine innings. You got five questions correct, uh, which is outstanding. Uh, So congratulations on getting this far. And so far, Uh, Tied with the clubhouse leader and most questions correct in a game of nine innings. And Nick, this was a pleasure, man. Thank you so much for playing.
2: Uh, That's awesome. Thanks for having me on Jeff.
0: Our second contestant is from Lamont, Illinois. Let's welcome Jordan Lazowski to Nine Innings. And hello, Jordan. Thanks for playing. Absolutely. Thank you, Josh. Uh, loved I love hearing this. Love that I can be a part of it. When it comes to baseball, your favorite baseball story is like a Uncle Rico story for those that watched the movie Napoleon Dynamite, where his uncle thought he was his football star and one of the funniest scenes in any movie I could think of is when he throws a stake and hits Napoleon in the face. I laugh every time thinking about it, <laughs> um, but you have a uncle Rico story. So please share when it comes to baseball.
1: Yeah. So it's not related to me. Unfortunately, I haven't reached that age so much. <laughs> so yet, but <laughs> it's about my uncle, you know, ever since I can remember it's He's always been there. Talk about how much he loves the game and, you know, what a stud he was when he was a younger player and how good he was. So there it was actually one time it was, I can't remember how many years ago, but he was kind of towards the end of his kind of, he was done playing uh, for men's leagues and stuff. And there was one game we got to see him pitch. It was uh, at the old Julia Jackhammers or Slammer Stadium. And he went out, he'll tell you he had the best game of his life, but uh, from the left field stands, he, uh, he did not have a good one. A couple bombs came out our way. Um, but it, it's just funny thinking back to it and thinking about, you know, what an influence my uncle was, uh, for me getting into the game, for me, enjoying what I love so much, whether it's writing or playing the game. And, you know, I look at my uncle, I make fun of him now. It's a great story to look back on, but I'd be lying to you if I said, I didn't think that was me in a couple decades from now.
0: So are you looking for a men's league to play? Are, are you trying to follow your uncle's footsteps and, uh, continue playing? So I'm only 23. Um, I think meddling start around 26, and
1: I'm already starting to think, all right, when's a good time to start getting back into it and playing it? I've played all my life. I love the game, and, you know, writing about it and just watching the games isn't always enough for you. Um, You need that little extra where you get to be the center of the action.
0: So I'll be looking for him sooner or later. So what position do you play then, or which position do you like best when you play?
1: So I played throughout all uh, grade school, high school. I played middle infield, and I pitched a little bit. Um, I loved playing the outfield, though. Um, my favorite was center field. Yeah,
0: that so. that was my favorite. But I'm about 80 pounds heavier than when I was when I was playing center <laughs> field in high school. Uh, I just need to go on one of those uh, Marvel, you know, Avenger diets to get right back into right, playing shape. Right. <laughs> No, I mean, for an alumni game a year
1: after we graduated, this is just a year after graduating high school. We had like a 50th anniversary of the school alumni game and went out in right field for a couple innings, and I'm already feeling a step or two slower. I'm like, this is not supposed to be happening this quickly. I'm 19 years old. This is not supposed
0: to be how I feel right now. (laughs) Oh, sad. Aging gets terrible. Yeah. I'm 35, so it only goes downhill from here, Jordan. That's what I keep hearing. Let's not go downhill, though, with nine innings. So the first contestant, he got five questions correct. Uh, That's the clubhouse leader so far, and it's actually the most questions uh, that we've had answered correctly on any game of nine innings so far, with Nick Sullivan tying Kyle Nelson for the record. But I have faith in you, Jordan. I think we are due for a long run here. So hopefully uh, you can live up to those expectations that I'm placing on you. We already reviewed the rules with Jordan. So, Jordan, are you ready to play nine innings?
1: Let's do it. I'm ready.
0: Question number one. In honor of his recent passing, this White Sox radio play-by-play announcer closed games for the team from 1979 to 1982, and he made the All-Star team in 1980.
1: Unfortunately for his passing, uh, I know it's been a big thing on Twitter today, but that would be Ed Farmer.
0: Ed Farmer is correct. Rest in peace, Farmio. Moving on to question number two. This beloved White Sox starting pitcher, who threw a no-hitter and perfect game, hit his only career home run against the Milwaukee Brewers on June 14, 2009. That would be
1: one of my personal favorites growing up, Mark
0: Burley. Mark Burley is correct. All right, we're off to a good start. We're two for two. Are you ready for question number three? Let's do it. Let's get over this first turtle. Question number three. Despite being one of the most consistent White Sox starters, this pitcher wasn't able to cross the double-digit win threshold until 2016 when he went 13-12 and 12 for the White Sox. And you said in what year? 2016. Oh, I should know this then. That's bad.
1: Who is on? Oh. I feel like it should be this, and if it's not, I'm going to feel bad.
0: But Jose Quintana. Jose Quintana is correct. All right, good. Well done. (laughs) Well done thinking that through. It's tricky because everybody looks at 2016 and... A lot of White Sox fans deleted that year uh, from their memory yep. banks for for good reason. <laughs> uh, that was a crazy, crazy year. But yeah, Jose Quintana was 13 and 12 for the Chicago White Sox in 2016. One of the lone bright spots for the team that year. All right, so let's move over to question number four. Question number four is going to take us back to 2006, in which John Garland gave up two home runs to this franchise icon upon his first return to Chicago as a member of the Oakland Athletics? That would be Frank Thomas. Frank Thomas is correct. Yes. Man, did he make the White Sox pay in his first game back on the south side. (laughs) I still
1: remember watching him hit his uh, 500th with, I think it was Toronto at the time,
0: I'm pretty sure. Yes, it was. Yes, and you know, what made it easier is just how Frank Thomas owned the Minnesota Twins in the postseason. Yep. In 2006. I agree with that. That That was a lot of fun to watch. So, all right. So, we're at the midway point here, coming up to question number five. If you get this question right, again, you are tied with Nick Sullivan and Kyle Nelson for the most correct questions answered in any game in nine innings yet. Are you ready for question number five? Let's do it. Question five takes us to 2013 with 40 saves in 2013. This White Sox reliever is just the fourth reliever in franchise history to reach 40 plus saves in a season. Who was the closer?
1: 2013.
0: Oh, man. I'm going
1: to take a shot. Because he wasn't around that long, but I'm pretty sure he was around
0: for this. And I'm going to say Addison Reed. Addison Reed is correct. Yes. All right. All All right. right. This has been a great episode so far. First two contestants have gotten the first five questions correct. And we are now approaching question number six. If you get this question correct, you will earn three hints to help you with questions seven, eight, and nine. This is just our third time that someone has gotten this far, Jordan, and we are 0 for 2. And I I am hoping you can be our first to get through this barrier. Yeah, no
1: pressure, right?
0: (laughs) No pressure. Uh, If you do answer this question correct, you will win the new book being released by Kylie McDaniel and Eric Loggenhagen. Kylie, of course, with ESPN and Eric Loggenhagen of Fangraphs. The new book is called Future Value, The Battle for Baseball's Soul and How Teams Will Find the Next Superstar. Uh, Well-reviewed, and uh, again, I'm really enjoying the book so much. Uh, Great insight as far as scouts going into the draft process and grading minor leaguers and grading prospects. Uh, It's been a great read so far, very insightful. So hopefully you can answer this question correct and you will get that book coming your way. Are you ready for question number six?
1: Let's get it. I want that book. It's on my list.
0: (laughs) Question number six. Name the last starting pitcher to record a no-hitter against the White Sox.
1: Oh, man. Was, hmm, hmm. I'm almost positive. I'm gonna feel bad if it's wrong, because I have another guess in my
0: head. But I'm gonna say Francisco Liriano. Francisco Liriano? is correct yes all right well done back in 2011 it was an ugly ugly no hitter but he did no hit the white Sox as a member of the minnesota twins congratulations jordan thank you very much so now this gets exciting so the first time ever we have someone who has answered the first six questions correctly we are now moving on to question number seven and the difficulty gets turned up a little bit but you do have three hints so at any moment you don't feel comfortable and you need some help just let me know when you want to use one of your hints you got it are you ready for are you ready for question number seven here we go let's do it he was the last white Sox starting pitcher to go 10 innings or more in a single game back in 1995
3: oh man
1: well, this is a little bit before my time. So we're going to have to think about this one. 95. All right. Since it is before my time, I'm probably going to need to
0: use that hint. <laughs> All right. Your first hint. This starting pitcher was drafted fourth overall in the 1990 draft. <sighs> And this is a pitcher for the White Sox, right? Correct. He was the last White Sox starting pitcher to go 10 innings or more in a single game back in 1995. You used your first hint. He was drafted fourth overall in the 1990 draft, and you still have two additional hints to use.
1: I, I think it's because he's around that time period, so I'm going to go with this.
0: Is it Alex Fernandez? Alex Fernandez is correct. Yes. All right. All right. Yes. Well done. Okay. So you're in really good position. You know, I was I was hoping you wouldn't say Jack McDowell. I what Because I, Jack McDowell got traded to the Yankees that year. Right.
1: I'm like, I know they're kind of on the same time. I, I, Again, I don't – I didn't – again, that's two years before I was even born. So – McDowell was on my list. I took a little shot in the dark there, but I felt like that was a little too straightforward of an answer too.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, well done. You still have two hints and you're at question number eight. You're just two questions away from winning the grand prize. Are you ready for question number eight? I am ready. This White Sox pitcher has the most strikeouts for the White Sox during the 1980s when he racked up 860 strikeouts During the decade. Who is he?
1: Well, if I struggle with the 90s, I'm going to struggle with the 80s too.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. I'm going to have to use that second hint. All right. Hint number two. And hopefully you know your minor leagues. This former White Sox pitcher has served as a pitching coach for the White Sox minor league affiliates, both the Charlotte Knights and the Birmingham Barons.
3: Hmm.
1: Let me think. I'm probably going to use that third hint.
0: All right. Your third hint, and it's your final hint, and you are out for the rest of the game. Your third hint. This former White Sox pitcher came over as part of a blockbuster trade with the Anaheim Angels during the 1977-78 offseason. Oh,
1: Hmm. Honestly, I have no idea where to even think on this one. I think this is. Huh. Do you Do you have a guess? And you said it was during the seventy seven seventy eight off season.
0: Correct. That's your third and final hint. Was this White Sox pitcher came over as part of a blockbuster trade with the Anaheim Angels. During the 1977-78 offseason.
1: Okay. The only one I can think of is Dotson. I think it's Richard Dotson, but I'm not sure if that's even in the ballpark. Richard
0: Dotson is correct. Yes. Wow. Eight for eight. All right. We are going to question number nine for the first time ever. If you get this question right, you will win the grand prize. But it's a bit tricky. You have no hints remaining, and you only have 60 seconds to answer this question. But you've gotten this far, Jordan. Let's see if you can do it, if you can be our first grand prize winner. Are you ready for question number nine? Let's do it. This White Sox pitcher has the most losses in his career with the White Sox with 230. Who is he? So he has, you're saying 230
1: losses with the White Sox?
0: Correct. Okay.
1: Interesting. So who has pitched long enough for the White Sox? rack of that many there are a few guys yeah that's what I'm saying kind of wish I had saved a hint for this one
0: (laughs) well you got this far thanks to them
1: yeah I can't be too mad about that then
0: who would have pitched long enough for the White Sox you do have 30 seconds remaining
3: Okay. It's gotta
1: be someone from a longer time ago. What about... Okay, I'm down to guys like Walsh, Lyons, and Faber. Just thinking about those types of guys. (sighs) Or Pierce. My my instinct, for some reason, is Ted Lyons, but
0: I'm not sure at all. Ted Lyons is correct. You didn't. You didn't. Yes. Ted Lyons had 230 losses in his White Sox career. And Jordan Lazowski, congratulations You have won the grand prize On nine innings In very exciting fashion Getting all nine questions correct And now you win a $100 gift card To MLBshop.com Which you could use to buy some new White Sox swag And man, what a run Congratulations Very exciting stuff How do you feel? That was nerve wracking up to the very end But that's a cool feeling I remembered a lot more than I thought I would. I knew a lot more. It kind of feels good. so. Yes. Well, very impressive. Congratulations again. And, yeah, being the very first grand prize winner, Jordan Lazowski's in the record books, folks, on episode three, getting all nine questions correctly. And, Jordan, thank you so much for playing Nine Innings. Thank you, Josh. Looking forward to future episodes, too. This has been awesome. <laughs> contestant this episode is from Charleston, Illinois. Let's welcome Zach Ferguson to the show. And hello, Zach. Thanks for playing Nine Innings. Josh, how are you? I am doing great. We just had our first grand prize winner in Jordan Lazowski. Nick Sullivan had a great run. Our first contestant, he got five questions correct. So things are going well this episode. I hope that continues with you and playing your version of Nine Innings. But before we get started, everyone has a story when they won a prize, and yours is getting a baseball that was autographed by White Sox players. However, Zach, it sounds like this is a pretty sad story surrounding this baseball or baseballs that you got signed for you from the White Sox. Uh, What's this sad story? So
3: every year the White Sox do the – mystery ball raffle charity event whatever it is where you send in a certain amount of money I think it's like 20 bucks and you get a random character a random player signed baseball every year I've done it the player has been released or is not on the team after I want to say two months after receiving the ball I, my two favorites were you know really excited to receive a Tyler Saladino baseball he was one of my favorite players at the time and gone to the Brewers <laughs> within a couple of months of that. <laughs> and Zach Putnam's another example. Although I think he is, did he sign a non roster invitee contract this year? I think
0: he may have, I know he's still trying to come back, but yeah, yeah injuries caused him for the white Sox to move on.
3: Yep. Gotta, gotta love it. So any, any time I play that from here on out, probably should stop playing that. Uh, playing that game so so that's it the sake just, of somebody's career just the two tyler saladino
0: and zach putnam
3: i believe nate jones this year as well um oh my gosh <laughs> it, it's not a great streak i've got going so all
0: right so white Sox players that are listening to this if zach ferguson <laughs> receives an autographed baseball from the white Sox charities just know that your time is coming to an end with the White Sox
3: franchise. You're gonna break. You're gonna break the streak. Don't worry. It's it, <laughs> it, it, due for a change. Maybe they should just send me retired players. I, I think that's uh, that's the best way to go about this.
0: That is a great, great strategy. Great strategy. <laughs> so, Zach, we already sat down with you. You already understand the rules of the game. So, are you ready to play nine innings?
3: Yeah, no pressure from the previous two. So let's get it going.
0: Version of the game is all about MVPs. So that is the common theme for the next nine questions for you, Zach. The first question this angel in the outfield has won the MVP three times, but he's also finished second four times. That would be Mike Trout. Mike Trout is correct. Incredible, isn't it? And it it's we, we want to keep saying young career, but It's kind of fascinating that in his first seven years of his career, he's won the MVP three times and he's finished second four times. Just really (laughs) remarkable. It's insane. Moving on to question number two. This Detroit Tiger is the last player to win back-to-back MVPs.
3: Miguel Cabrera.
0: Miguel Cabrera is correct. Yes, in one of those seasons. He won the Triple Crown. So, moving on to question number three. Are you ready for question number three? Yes, sir. All right. So, we're off to a good start. The Chicago Cubs won the 2016 World Series in large thanks to their MVP at third base. That would be Chris Bryant. Chris Bryant is correct. All right. Three for three so far. Moving into this middle tier, which the difficulty will start getting turned up a little bit for the questions, and we move on to question number four. And question number four, Who is the last MVP winner to also win the World Series in the same season?
3: Hmm. Let's see. Um. Would that be Justin Verlander?
0: Justin Verlander incorrect oh man it is mookie bats for the 2018 boston red sox He's
3: the last mvp See, and that was even recent i should have got that it's all right
0: though it's tough when you're trying to think back like who's won the world series and who's won the mvps it's trying to make you think two things at the same time so it's a toughie but hey man you got the first three questions right you're gonna get some socks machine swag and it's a pleasure to hear about your voodoo traits with White Sox autographed baseballs.
3: <laughs> so maybe the reverse works with missing the Mookie Betts question. He'll be a White Sox next year.
0: You know what? That is a phenomenal idea. I like your thinking, Zach. And if it does it happen, here. I think if it happens, uh, we know why, because Zach Ferguson said so on nine innings. But, Zach. Thank you so much for playing. It was great for, to have you on the show, and hopefully your luck turns out better for
3: autographed baseballs in the future. Hey, as long as there's baseball played, I'm pretty happy, guys.
0: Episode three is over, and we have our first grand prize winner, Jordan Lazowski. Congrats to him for getting all nine questions correct. Also, congratulations to Nick Sullivan and Zach Ferguson for playing well in this episode of Nine Innings. If you would like to be our second grand prize winner at nine innings, we'd love to have you. To be a contestant on nine innings, visit our website at socksmachine.com to sign up. Nine Innings is a Sox Machine production featuring Kim Nowakowski announcing, written by Tud Mulvey, music by Andy Schofield, and executive produced by Jim Margulis. Follow us on Twitter at Sox Machine and subscribe to the Sox Machine podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm your host, Josh Nelson, and thanks for listening to Nine Innings. When your entire life is online, you need more than just speed from your
1: internet. Xfinity gives you reliable in-home Wi-Fi coverage, plus protection from Wi-Fi network threats. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to learn more.
2: Restrictions apply. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history